have a client who is creating new content basically from scratch. And as they were producing this content, the material is quite lackluster. And I uh, probed them this question. Probed? Is that the right word? Probed? Hmm. I don't know. That's a weird thing. I, I asked them this question. That seems more appropriate. If probe, probed works, then it works. If not, well, oops. So I uh, asked this question, and I basically said, hey, would you engage with that content? And the question was basically, no. And it was, well, we're just trying to get content up to get content up. Well, the problem with that strategy, while I appreciate that you're creating a, a, a mass quantity of content, is that when you produce a mass amount of content, what happens is you produce the content and then the actual distribution of that usually is put on the back burner, right? And so it's basically like, okay, what, what is this piece of content? Oh, it's, it's this, so you just use that as the, the headline, if you will. And so the thing that you want people to see never gets seen because the headline or the, you know, as the people say, the clickbait uh, isn't intriguing enough to do it. And so if you start creating content and you start creating material uh, that you want others to engage in, you have to make sure that it is a post that is engageable. When you don't, when you start creating a habit of bad posting, what happens is that becomes the habit and that cycle continues and you ultimately, inevitably, uh, probing, just end up posting a bunch of really lackluster content. So I would rather content be quantity rather than quantity. Let me scratch that. I would rather that content be quality rather than quantity. So if your goal was to post 10 things a week and you can't, then that's too much, then post one thing a week that is just really strong in quality. That way, when someone does see your material, it's phenomenal instead of foodaisy, whatever foodaisy is. I'm coming up with words left and right, and I'm super stoked about it. So. How do you do this? How do you implement this? Well, one strategy is when you're actually producing that piece of material, right? So let's say it's a, a podcast, a video, a, um, a thingamajig, and something magical, an interview, something magical happens during that piece of recording, and you're like, oh, that's really good, jot it down. Right? If it's a if it's a if it's an interview with someone and it's 45 minutes long, jot down the time slot, uh, timestamp of when that thing was. Maybe it's just uh, you're writing a blog post, and in it you have two good lines. Take those two lines and use that as the headline to engage people with. It, think about as you're reading a newspaper. I, I, if I had a newspaper in front of me, I would show you, but I don't think I've bought a newspaper in three years. The last time I bought it was to wrap Christmas ornaments. Speaking of which, I might need to do that soon. I'll probably do that soon. Um, so as you're reading it, you or you're scrolling through Facebook, or you're scrolling through Twitter, or, or, or whatever it is, you know, you're looking through Netflix, it's your thumbnail effect. Those are all basically things. Those are all basically pieces of marketing that that company, that brand, that thingamajig is trying to get you to click and do more with. So if that thumbnail on Netflix isn't strong enough, you're not going to click it, watch the trailer, etc. Same goes with this piece of material. If you want your content to be viewed, 
liked, engaged, whatever, it has to have a good thumbnail, has to have a good headline, has to have a good piece of material for it to get clicked and then engage with. So hopefully that helps. If not, probe, probe me some more questions. Probe, probing, probing. As always, subscribe and like and engage because this content was amazing and well, I'm having a great hair day. So do it for that.